Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Foreign Pine Cans. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about the science of adultery. We're going to talk about the science of homosexuality in the open manifestation, right? I want to say it like that. And we're going to show how those two behavior patterns, you know, based on the science of it all, that they're the same thing. Right? They're not two different things. You know, they're the same thing. So, you know, we're going to have that conversation today. And, you know, like, you know, a lot of you guys already know here on Real Black Contents Forum Podcast, you know, um, the comments is the engine and the fuel to the machine, right? So, in a couple of our previous conversations, you know, uh, we brought the position to the table that um, adultery and homosexuality, right? I'm talking about the open manifestation with a man on man and a woman with a woman. Like, that's the same thing. Like, that's not two different things. That's the same thing, right? And then, you know, we were called to... Um, to elaborate on that because we spoke on that inside of different conversations. So, you know, um, it was brought to our attention that, you know, let's have this conversation separate and on its own. So you can elaborate because this is something, you know, I'm assuming that this person, they never even heard of this before. Right. So I'm like, yeah, that's no problem. You know, we, um, you know, again, you know, we stand true to our word, you know, the comments is the fuel in the engine to the machine. So, so in today's conversation, again, we're going to talk about how adultery and homosexuality is the same thing. So in order to discuss adultery, we got to talk about marriage and the wedding ceremony and what that means. And then we have to talk about what is homosexuality and what does that mean? And then we're going to talk about a pool of people. And uh, we're going to call that, well, we don't have to make up anything. It's called fornication, right? It, this behavior pattern is called fornication, in which I'm going to kind of um, seek and I put it in the position of, let me see, like, we're going to use fornication as um, something like, let me see, where can I put that at? Um, I'm, I want to say injury. Should I use that term? I want to say injured reserve. Um, no, 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 not injury reserve. Let me say um, off the bench, right? We're going to put the behavior pattern of fornication or fornicators, they on the bench. Just imagine it's a, uh, you know, uh, some type of sporting event. And then you got, you know, everybody that's starting on the floor. And then you got the fornicators on the bench. And then they're typically called into the game. So I'm going to use that as a reference point. Like when you hear me use the term fornication or fornicators, and identify certain behavior patterns. I'm talking about those that is able to come off the bench that the coach can call on and say, okay, now it's time for you to go in the game. But in order for me to have that conversation about fornication, you got to know what fornication really is. Now, many of us as adolescents, we were taught by Reverend Biscuit and, um, you know, uh, Pastor Cadillac Porkchop that, Fornication is sex between two single people, right? Dig this now. 
one man and one woman and they having sex before marriage. That's what we were taught. Right. So I'm going to challenge you guys because I'm, I'm not going to say anything about Reverend Biscuit. You know, what I'm saying that's your leader. You're following him. You know, you give him 10 percent of your earnings and all this old kind of jazz. Right. <laughs> Maybe we need to talk about that on a different story for a different day. Nevertheless, though, right. Um, I, I don't want to challenge you guys, uh, religious leaders, but I will say uh, I want you guys to investigate the true meaning of fornication because that's not what it is. You know, we were taught that and that that um, that teaching that a man and a woman that's single now. Right. Single. No, they, they're, they're not married. Having sex is fornication that came out of Europe. They didn't come out the East that came out of Europe. Right. So it's best if you're going to follow a, uh, a religion or a faith or a theology that come out of the East. You take the definitions and terms and standards and listings that come from the East when they talk about that, not from Europe, from the East. Right. Um, fornication just typically means it's a blanket term. It just means sexual immorality. Right. That term fornication means sexual immorality. Right. And what is sexual immorality? It's just not one thing. It's a bunch of things. Right. Uh, rape is sexual immorality. Um, pedophilia. Right. The inappropriate sexual behavior between an adult and a minor. That's uh, fornication. Right. That's sexual immorality. Uh, adultery is a bullet point of sexual immorality. Homosexuality, which is the open manifestation that we're going to talk about, is a bullet point of sexual immorality. Uh, incest is a bullet point of sexual immorality. Uh, prostitution um, is a bullet point of sexual immorality, meaning that you're having sex uh, between a man and a woman through a medium. That's the money part. The money acts as a medium, right? That's kind of like today. How um, these devils figured out how to put pornography on your phone now, free. You know, when you was a kid, you had to go up to the bodega or the gas station and spend $9.99 on that flick tape, that booty tape. You don't have to do that no more. All of a sudden, they figured out how to put all of these, uh, everybody freaking on your phone. But that phone becomes a medium now. It becomes your gateway to an underworld. Right? But. Maybe that's a different conversation for a different day. But that's sexual immorality, right? When we're talking about prostitution. Uh, any kind of sex ritual that have to do with child sacrifice. Um, bestiality, you know, a human being having a you know, sexual relationship with an animal is sexual immorality. So there's a whole host of things that's sexual immorality. So during this conversation... When I use the term fornication, or we're talking about fornicators, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about two uh, single men and women at the appropriate age, at the legal age, having sex with each other. That's not, no, 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 because there's an energy that goes behind fornication. The energy that drives fornication is what we call lust. You see what I'm saying? If fornication is the car, lust is the fuel that you put in the car to get it to run, right? 
if you got a single man and you got a single woman and they of legal age and they feeling each other, lust is not propelling that. Lust is not fueling that. Lust is no, that's not what lust does, right? But if you got a single man and woman, but they're cousins, now lust is fueling that if they're going to go into sexual behavior. If you got a man that's taking sex from a woman, which we call rape, he's strong arming, lust is fueling that. If you got a married couple and somebody's stepping out, whether it's the man or it's the woman, see, lust is fueling that. If you got two men that want to be with each other, right? Or two women that want to be with each other sexually, lust is the energy that fuels that. If you got a man or a woman that go in the backyard and they start getting googly out, they're looking at the horse or they're looking at the chicken or they're looking at the sheep. Well, I don't know, you know, uh, uh, Cujo, they just, Cujo's looking a little, you know, they got the German shepherd in the backyard and Cujo's looking a little sexy all of a sudden and they want to try something. You want to try something with Cujo because lust is the energy that's pushing you to do that. You see what I'm saying? Lust is driving you to be in the act of fornication, which is sexual immorality, right? It's just important that we just know the basic things. You see what I'm saying? So we can't get confused. We can't let these folks out of Europe, you know, uh, act as the face of these ideologies and theologies and religions from the East. And they mess everything up because you, you know, it's already confusion sometimes when you start dealing with these folks. Because, you know, many of these religions out the East, you know, coming out of Saudi and Palestine, you know, the jig is almost up when you hear the thou and the verily, verily and, you know, uh, surely this and sh you know you like things and you're like you know these people from Palestine and talk like that. <laughs> you just know that. You know, what I'm saying? you know what I'm saying? Thou shalt blase blase. He was like, okay, Palestinians don't talk like that. You know what I mean? People from Galilee don't talk like that. You know, we just nobody from Galilee is named Peter and Matthew, and Mark and Luke. Like we just know this kind of stuff. We ain't gotta really dig deep to figure out that there's nobody named John in the Palestinian world. Right. In the Israeli world, because these are the places, you know, us as black folk in America, in the wilderness of North America, we follow the religions from these folk from the east. And we just know these people from the east, they, this ain't their names. This ain't their speech. They don't talk like this, but it is what it is. Right. Nevertheless, though, maybe that's a different story for a different day. It's important that we know what fornication is, first of all. Right. Uh, if you're going to pay money to have sex with somebody. Because that money is not a medium. Lust is going to drive you to do that. You see what I'm saying? That's what um, pedophilia is. The inappropriate sexual behavior between an adult person and a child. Somebody not of legal age. Lust is the energy that's pushing you to do that. You see what I'm saying? So you can't. That energy that, you know, that pushes you to do sexual immorality. That's not the same energy that have a man that's single. Desiring another woman that's saying that's not the same thing. Don't let nobody put you in that trick. That's not the same thing, right? In the black community, though, right? It, it's kind of um, it, it's like a weird thing because we have now, if you look at the African American community, right? The so-called African American community, we have like um, in our communities like the highest or fastest growing homosexual group inside of our group right 
Now, now, why is that? Because many of our people, especially the males, you know, sometimes black males act like, um, I don't want to use the term anti-gay, but we kind of like, you know, black males in America is kind of like anti-gay. Only anti-gay to the extent of the open manifestation, because males are against men with men and not so much women with women, to be totally honest. You know, something about black males, they just kind of wink their eye to the women on women contact. But when it comes to male on male, it's like they're, they're totally against it. Right. You know, our brothers is against it. Um, but we what we don't know, though, is that. That open manifestation of homosexuality, it comes from something else. Right. It's. um. The researchers say that two out of 100 are born. Same sex loving individuals but that's two percent that's two out of a hundred are born as the researchers say same sex loving individuals but we can actually see in the black community it's not no man it's way past two percent right because that's just what it is in these days and time there's no more in the closet and all that you just living your life it ain't no such thing as nobody in the closet you just living your life What our community don't understand, though, is that black folks in the Americas have always lived and approved a gay lifestyle. And our community have done that through the act and behavior of adultery. Right. So now we talked about fornication. We're going to talk about how can you be in the act of adultery? That means you have to be married. You had to go through that wedding ritual and that wedding ritual is the act of two people in the presence of god in the universe a speaker of course the bride and groom is there and a congregation of witnesses and they what's really going on is they're having a reincarnation ceremony it's a rebirth that male it's he's marrying the female version of him which is his wife, and that female is marrying the male version of her, which is now going to be her husband. And those two, through their pledges and their vows, is going to be one person now, one being, one soul, one body, just one. That is a ritual that they take. Um, oftentimes in the wilderness of North America, you'll notice also that when it comes to black folks, a lot of our um, our weddings be like on Saturdays, right? We have a lot of Saturday weddings. And also, if you notice, we have a lot of Saturday funerals, right? So you can go to Uncle Jojo's funeral, right? You can go to Uncle Jojo's funeral and you can stand over the casket and you can cry. You can weep. You know, you can feel down because you know Uncle Jojo, he's made his transition and now he's an ancestor. He had never come back. We'll never see him again in the physical form. He's gone forever. And then we can leave JoJo's funeral and then we run over to our cousin's TT because TT is getting married. And we when we left JoJo's funeral now, we just knew he was gone forever. And then when we went to see TT's wedding, we celebrated. Really, though, if you look at the energy of it and the essence of it, 
we're kind of witnessing the same thing, just just different forms, right? Because when TT get married and she marries her husband, she's not going to be she's changed forever. She's never going to be your cousin or your sister. She she's just became one. That sister that you knew, that cousin, that best friend that you knew, that co-worker that you knew, she's gone forever. Once you see her have that wedding ritual where she stood to become one with the man and that man became one with her, she's gone forever. She's just that one person now. That's it. So, you know, we got to give respect and I think we overlook the ritual part because we just it's so celebratory. I don't know what we look at it, but there's no rituals really in the wilderness of North America that you can get out of. Because many of our people, you know, unfortunately, you know, I guess due to lack of knowledge, they felt as though after they had a wedding ritual that if it don't work out right, they can get a divorce. Now, it always puzzled me because when you take these pledges, depending on your vows now, many of these vows is like, you know, for richer, for poor, for better, for worse. Um, for sickness and health, you know, to death do you part. And it, we all seen it. We was in the congregation, you know, we was members of the congregation of witnesses. The speaker is there. We know this is in the presence of the God in the universe. You're there. The bride is there. Like, the groom is there. We're trying to, so how could you come back and undo that ritual? You can't. You know, Maybe that's a different story for a different day, but many of our people think they can go down to City Hall and just let some devil that's sitting somewhere and just say, well, he's going to split y'all up. You can't split that up. It's a ritual. There's not there's you know, once you, you know, even even in Hollywood, when they show you that these these wannabe famous entertainers, he go down and he meets uh, he meets some uh, some kind of demon figure. and He sells this. He does some ritual. He sells his soul. Right. So because he want to be famous, he can't go back and say, All right, I'm going to buy my soul. Like you do that little ritual it's over with. You know what I'm saying? On the street level, if you join a street community gang, you might say you go to Chicago and you want to be a mo or you want to be a GD or you want to be a, some type of folk, some type of whatever. And you join these tribal street community groups through a ritual you kind of like in that for life. You just can't go down. It's nobody can give you a certificate of divorce where you're no longer a folk no more. You're no longer a BG or a Pyro or a GD or a Mo. You ain't a vice lord no more because you they gave you something at City Hall. It doesn't work that way. You know what I'm saying? You can't just go down to City Hall and say, I need a certificate of divorce. I don't want to be a Soprano no more. I don't want to be a Gambino no more. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be a Corleone no more. <laughs> I'm naming a lot of Hollywood movies, but I think you guys, because it's a ritual that goes with that. You got your hand out. I'm talking about these, uh, what we see on Hollywood about these Sicilians, these Italians. They got the, they put a card of a saint in your hand and they burn the saint and you go through the whole ritual. You belong to these families forever now till you're dead. Now. You can't separate no more. Well, so if we know that in just the common world with street gangs and, you know, with Hollywood folks trying to sell their soul for riches. In the reality world that we're able to join souls together, that ritual, it sticks forever. It sticks. For, you can't break up that ritual. This is important because we got a lot of folks in our neighborhoods that they think they divorced. But what they're actually doing is they're adding on 
to the behavior pattern of homosexuality because they're living in adultery. Right. So adultery is this family. I, I want to make sure we hear this clear. Once you go through that wedding ritual and maybe six months or a year down the line or two years down the line, whatever, you know, that husband or that spouse steps out that union and have a sexual relationship with somebody else. If that husband a year down the line starts sleeping with somebody that he know his old baby mama, co-worker, somebody he met from the gym or something. He's not that woman that's on the side now. She's not just sleeping with him. The way that energy works now, because you did the ritual, is that that woman on the side is sleeping with him and his wife because him and his wife is just one. So this husband is introducing his household now to the atmosphere of homosexuality because he's engaged. He's engaged in it now. We're not taught that in the neighborhood. We're not taught that anywhere. But this is this. This is what's really going on. That woman now, his wife, who went through the wedding ritual, she's one with her husband. If she goes out and she sleeps with another man now, she's introducing her husband to the act of homosexuality, whether he knows it or not, or she knows it or not. She's introducing that household, her household, to the act of homosexuality by her sleeping with a man that's not her husband. Right. What this does, though, because what we have to truly understand in our community is that one behavior bring about another behavior. You, we, we think we can just do anything that we want in our neighborhoods because we operate off the five senses. So whatever makes us feel good, you know, whatever uh, makes us feel good or it sounds good to us or it looks good to us or it tastes good to us or smell good to us. We run behind it and we do it. But all of these actions bring about a reaction. Right. We're not really taught that much at all. You know, everything that you're doing behavior wise is leading to another behavior. So this before you ever going to see a homosexual in the open manifestation. Now, I'm talking about man and man and woman and woman, especially in a community. Before you see that, you're going to see the act of fornication first. Right. And you're going to see adultery. Then you're going to later see. The act of homosexuality with a man, with a man and a woman and a woman. This is something that we got to know. So if I want to break it down on just regular terms, we just talking, right? If, um, if Jojo, right? Jojo first and then Jojo the second, which is his son. And then Jojo the third, right? Which is the father, son and Jojo the first grandson. If you got all these three Jojos, right, father and son relationship, Jojo the third is gay, though. He's openly gay. He's a flaming homosexual, right? Jojo the first and Jojo the second can say Jojo the third is the first homosexual in our family. They would say that. But many of us with knowledge and wisdom and understanding, we know, no, no, no. When Jojo the first was running around with the woman that was married. He was the first, he was the actually the first homosexual in the family because that was a homosexual act. Because that woman he was running around with had a husband. Or if Jojo the first was married and now he's running around with a woman, he's still the first 
you know what I'm saying, gay person in the family because that's the that's the act of homosexuality. That's just a hidden manifestation. Same thing with Jojo the second. Nobody can say that his son is the first. Yeah, his son is the first. So we use the term because if you got to listen to what society says, they kind of tell you the truth without telling you the truth. They said he's openly gay, meaning he's living the lifestyle out in public and everybody knows. But before he was openly gay, what is the hidden manifestation of somebody being gay? It's deeper than just somebody in the quote-unquote closet sneaking around. No, no, no. The hidden manifestation is the guy living in adultery. It's the woman living in adultery. So, you know, it's imperative that we just, just take a step back and let's just look at our communities. Just, just look at them. Look at your family. Just look at your family line. Because, you know... I always use the example. I'm like, yo, if I went to your family cookout, right? Because I've been married over 20 years myself. So if I went to your family's cookout, right? And um, I just pop up, you know what I'm saying? I'm invited. One of my partners, you know, one of you guys invite me to your family cookout. And when I get there, I notice, man, this is a lot of gay people in your family, man. It's a lot of homosexuals around here. But they're living in an open manifestation. The first thing I'm going to think of, because I got knowledge itself, I'm going to say, um... If I wanted to smash one of these aunties, I could. <laughs> if I wanted to smash one of these sisters in here, or these one of your cousins, yeah, I could. You know what I'm saying? About one of your female cousins, one of your aunties, you know, if I wanted to knock down your sister, I could. Because I could tell by the open manifestation that it's a hidden manifestation that go with that. And this ring I got on my finger, it don't mean nothing. I probably can knock down your auntie. Your mama probably looking at me crazy. Now to be real, keep it 100. Grandmama smiling at me. That mean this ring on my finger don't mean nothing. They're cool. Somebody's in his family cool with the hidden manifestation. That's why I can see the open manifestation. You know what I'm talking about? You could bring a woman to the cookout. You know what I'm talking about? I can go, I can go, and I can bring my sister with me. And while I'm bringing my sister with me, you know, um, your uncle's looking at her, your brother's looking at her, you know what I'm saying? Your male cousin's looking at her, but all of them married. You see what I'm saying? That ring that my sis got on her finger don't mean nothing to the men in your family because they'll they go along with that. They're going to, because that's the hidden manifestation that they're going to go along with because they wasn't taught that's the same thing as the, no, that's not, that's the same thing, bro. This activity leads to this activity. But see, we don't want to put the mirror on ourselves. Now we got to put the mirror on ourselves. We don't want to do that. It's easy for us to point the finger. Man, if you hear black men in America talking about the rise of black gays in the country, right? In the community. You know what they say? Hollywood. Man, it's Hollywood. And uh, look at the comedians. They keep putting dresses on the comedians and all this whole kind of stuff. You're like, yeah, well, they are doing that. Like, we ain't taking that away. They are doing that. And, you know, we grew up watching Shanae And um, what was Jamie Foxx? Jamie Foxx wasn't. Shanae was Martin. And Big Mama was Martin. Right. So he he always kept that dress on. Then you got Solid Perry got that dress on. Then you got Kevin Hart. He put that dress on. And then for Christmas, he jumped in a grown man lap. And then you got oh Wanda is what I'm thinking about. Jamie Foxx. Right. Jamie Foxx was Wanda. But yeah, though, we, we blame it all on Hollywood. No, man. When it comes to that. uh uh, -uh. <laughs> When it comes to that. um The open manifestation. That got a lot to do with your aunties and your uncles and your mama. 
That got a lot to do with your big mama. That got a lot to do with your granddaddy. That got a lot to do with what's going on in your family tree. So once you get that open manifestation, because this is how the door, it becomes a revolving door. It takes fornication to breed the open form of homosexuality, right? But remember what we talked about with fornication was. It's all sexual immorality. It's rape. It's pedophilia. It's prostitution. It's incest. It's bestiality. It's, you know, uh, sex rituals with child sacrifice. Uh, it's a whole host of things, right? It's prostitution. It's a whole host of things. When you have members of your community that have been involved in that activity as a victim, as a victim of rape, as a victim of, um, of a pedophile, because, you know, we got these uncles that we don't talk about it, though, but we got these uncles inappropriately touching these nephews and nieces. And then we got these aunties inappropriately touching these nephews and nieces also. Right. We got these uh, half brothers and half sisters. And sometimes it's a little too close in this family. All of that act as fornication. Right. The thing about homosexuality when it's in this, you know, in the open manifestation, male on male and female on female, they have a recruiter spirit. They have to recruit others into their behavior pattern. Those that are weak and can be turned out and flipped is not straight people. They're not flipping straight people. They go to the pool or as I was trying to, you know, get a good definition for it or a good setting for it or placement of it, they go to the bench, right? And that's the fornicators. The fornicators are those already on that line. Unfortunately, they live in sexual confusion. A homosexual can flip a victim of fornication or a active participant in fornication. See, that's how it the, the pool is getting bigger. Right. So that's why many of our brothers and sisters that was rape victims. It's that sexual confusion. And then all of a sudden that open manifestation of homosexuality can pull them in. Right. That um, that person that was a victim of. Uh, that pedophile in the family or that pedophile in the neighborhood, they're on that sexual confusion line. They can get pulled in so we can just look at many of our stars. Right. That's what happened to Richard Pryor. See, he was already, it was some inappropriate touching and behavior patterns sexually in his household already, right? It, it all, pedophile was already going on in his family line. So when Richard got to Hollywood, there was some, that those open gays could pull him in. But we don't like to talk, when we talk about, you know, men that we, that's homosexuals in the black community, we got like a, um, we kind of like double standard with that too. You know, we'll throw RuPaul under the bus. Oh, he's an embarrassment. Look at RuPaul, blase, blase. But we'll hold Richard Pryor up because he still had the masculine look, the masculine talk. He know how to go get a wife, have kids. But he had, he was, he was struggling with something else. And then what happened to Richard's son, Richard, you know, uh, Richard Pryor Jr. It was the same thing. It was inappropriate touching that put him on that confusion line. And then that open manifestation 
Mel could pull him in because he was in that confusion. He was on the bench. That's the only way I can. I can't think of any other way to connect it. He was on the bench and they can call him into the game now because he was he's he's already in the building. He's already in the arena. Um, He's already in that fish pond where they can throw that reel in and, and pull him out now because he's in that pond. Straight people are not in that pond. You, you see what I'm saying? I hope I'm making a lot of sense to you guys when I say this, you know. Um, that's what happens to Don Lemon from CNN. You see, a lot of, he was inappropriately touched as a child. And then when he got out in the world, he was underneath a bit of confusion. But that recruiter spirit that's in that open manifestation can reel him in. And he was reeled in. You see that it happens, you know, um, it's it's sexual confusion. So you have men battling for the right of their sexuality. You know, they're battling for the right. You know, um, Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray Leonard was battling. Mike Tyson battling. Rap artist um, Kevin Gates battling. You, you see what I'm saying? Like. Some of these guys that we think are super thugs and super tough, they had to become that way because they was a victim of fornication. You see? So now it just goes to show you we need a lot of information in our communities and we need a lot of healing and we need a lot of therapy because. Unfortunately, man, you know, we don't know that one behavior pattern, it breeds another one. Man, you're not doing your family line, brother, no justice if you're running around with a woman that got a whole husband. I don't care if she thinks she's quote unquote divorced. You can't. You got to keep your hands off her, bro. Sis, you ain't doing yourself no justice for your family line by you running around with a man that got a whole wife. You see what I'm saying? You're going to destroy your future family and you're going to destroy his future family because that behavior pattern see the unfortunate thing about the act of homosexuality is it doesn't bring forth natural life it, it a man with a man would never equal natural life a woman with a woman would never equal natural life to kill the bloodline is to once that line get into that homosexual realm the open manifestation that bloodline can die out that y chromosome can die out because it can't, it's, there's no rebirth in that. I mean, you can go adopt some kids. I'm talking about the natural bloodline of the family. Yo, I'm, I'm going to tell you how powerful it get, right? I'm going to share this with you guys, right? I want you to really think about it. See, we're not taught energy. We're not taught, you know, in the East, they call it karma. Karma just really means actions. It's not no real deep word. It just means action. This action bring about this action because it's just, you just laying the groundwork forward. So this is going to come about because of your actions, right? I'm going to tell you guys something that's cold. If you ever look at a couple, this is one thing you, you're going to notice. A couple between a man and a woman that's been with each other for a long time. Not no two, three. I'm talking about a real 10, 20, 30 year couple. Have you ever noticed this? That you can get a married couple and you have for a little while the husband, he may start off cheating first. And then somewhere in that marriage, right, within that 20 years or 30 years, that wife steps out too. It always happens. Or you have a married couple where that wife, she come right out the gate, she's stepping out. 
And then you see later in that marriage, right? You see the man will eventually step out. Now, people in the East, they say that's called karma. They're not really telling you because, again, karma is nothing deep. It just means actions. But they're not really telling you the energy play behind that. So dig this. I'm, I'm going to do my best to because I want to close out with this so you can always see the energy play. Right. If you got a man. And he got a wife. But he's constantly stepping out on his wife all the time. Right. He's sleeping with other women. OK. We already established earlier that he's introducing his household to a, it's a homosexual atmosphere now. Right. It's it's a homosexual atmosphere at this point because he's he's engaging in homosexual activity by sleeping with a woman that's not his wife and he's one with his wife. You got a man, right? We're talking energy now. Husband with a wife, and again, his side piece is a woman. By default, he doesn't notice, but he's creating his household underneath the energy of homosexuality but it's lesbianism it's a lesbian bubble over his household now he doesn't know this now once you get married the universe have absolutely nothing to do you still you still gonna create sexual energy because sexual energy is the fourth strongest energy for humans this is what humans have to have to exist this is the fourth strongest energy so if you're a human uh, what is it? Uh, the uh, the science of breathing is number one, right? And then what is it? The science of water or drinking is number two. Then the science of eating is number three. Then the science of sex is number four. It's like the fourth strongest energy. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, right? I think it's the fourth one, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, it is. check it out. Anyway, I don't want to go down that. That's a different story for a different day. That household, like I was talking about, that cheating husband, that household is now into a, um, it got like that, that it's a homosexual atmosphere, but it's a lesbian aura. So that, that, that household is, it's feminine now. The energy is feminine, right? The universe always gravitates the male and the female energies together. I, I I want you to follow me now. Being that the husband has stepped out, what's actually happened now is that the energy, the universe is pulling sexual energy always. It's always pulling it. And it's going to pull it again in a male and female form. Right? The energy. If your household because the man, the husband is cheating, is pulling and it's sitting on a feminine energy. That means it's going to pull masculine energy to it. Right. That means a man is coming to your household now. Some shape, some form, some fashion. He's not going to come to you, bro, because you, you, quote unquote, you're heterosexual. You're thinking this. So he's not coming to you. He's not coming to you. You're actually attracting a man through your actions as a man to your wife now. It, our people don't get this. This is why almost 100% of the time when you see a married couple together, I'm talking about a real married couple 20, 30 years down the line, 40 years deep, whatever. If that man is stepping out, that woman is going to flip and make a mistake. 
because she's going to be that energy is going to pour to her. And it's going to pull to her. It's going to come in the package just like she like it. If she like guys with money, dude going to have money. If she got, if she like whatever she like, he coming just like that. Let me say it that way. If she falls victim to him, really what's happening to the household is balance is coming. Now, in real world, we ain't going to see it that way. We're like, oh, man, your wife stepping out. She doing this and like blase, blase. That's how we going to see it. Because <laughs> you're not taught to look at it. No, you're from the block. You're not taught to look at it no other way. You're not taught that, damn, it was my actions as the husband with me stepping out. I brought this energy to my household. We're not taught to look at it that way. But that's what really happens. But it's the same thing for the woman. It's the same thing. Yo, when you got a woman stepping out on her husband, she's she just she's put that whole household into it. That homosexual energy is on the household. That's number one. Right. She's changing the energy of a household. It's masculine as hell now because she's that she got a husband masculine. She got the outside guy. It's like it's all one energy now. It's all masculine. But that universe is still going to pull now. So now feminine energy is pulling. You got to watch your husband now because all of a sudden and brothers, I want you to really think about this. And sisters, I want you to really think about this. If y'all walking around and you know you live in a righteous lifestyle, you marry. But damn, everywhere you go, bro, you go to the you go to the grocery store, shorty's hitting on you. You go to work, shorty's hitting on you. You go to the gym, shorty's hitting on you. Everywhere you go, shorty's is hitting on you. And you just thinking, yo, I'm the man. I'm just on my tip. I'm the man. No, no, no. Yeah, you might be the man. You you are uh producing, you are um, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of another word. You just kind of like um you're glowing. Maybe I should say glowing. You're glowing in masculinity. So your feminine energy is pulling to you. Everybody's in your DM. They throwing that thing at you. You just thinking because you're the man. No, no, no. That's not why they throwing that thing at you, bro. You need to kind of look at what your wife got going on. Because she's changing the energy of your household. She's changing it. Sis, if you know you live in righteous, you married, you one with your husband. You know you live in righteous. Old dudes from middle school, they find you on social network. They in your DM. All of a sudden, they just at you. Everybody at the job at you. Everybody at the gym at you. When you take a little TT to cheerleading practice, the coaches can't stay out your face. Everywhere you go, it's a man in your face. Yes, you are a woman. Yes, you walk around, you know what I'm saying, with your own feminine energy. But it's heightened now because your old man, he's stepping out. You don't know this, though, but your old man, he's stepping out. He's electrifying your household. Everything is feminine. Now, the whole energy is feminine. So to bring the balance and that attraction is coming, the masculine energy is coming and it's coming through your lane. And more often than not, that's when that other spouse, because they're never unfaithful at the same time. Normally, it's one spouse that's unfaithful. And then later, the other spouse become unfaithful. And whether they know it or not, that brings the balance. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to stop it right there. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to pull it back right there because you know what? I'm going to like, yo, it's just, you know, some of this game, man, you got to start charging for some of this game. <laughs> but you know what? Shout out to our brothers and sisters from the East because they already know this. The people from the East, they already know this. Man, if, if you really want to have a conversation, uh, if you really notice the kingdoms on the East, 
the punishment for homosexuality was the same as adultery. It was stoning. They get the stones out. We can't fix this. They had the wherewithal to know this is the same thing. It's not two different things. It's the same thing. So this is, uh, you know, you got to be careful because, you know, you letting these Jews, they have a big hand in hip hop culture, right? So many of us that like knowledge itself, we don't see the bigger play, right? So our men is too busy watching, like we talked about earlier, comedians putting a dress on. You see what I'm saying? Like our man is, oh man, this guy put a dress on, this guy put a dress on. And we see that open manifestation of homosexuality. And we think that open manifestation is now been put in our face. But if we have true knowledge about ourselves and how energies and behavior work, hip hop been promoting and entertainment been promoting homosexuality through the gate of adultery. So when you got artists running around talking about um, I just hit your bitch in some Gucci flip flops and all this old kind of stuff, that's, you know, these guys are promoting the hidden manifestation, which is adultery of homosexuality. You know, when you when you watch movies and you have a culture and you got young men bragging about sleeping with somebody else's woman, you just got to think about that. That's no different than the Tyler Perry with the dress on now. We're not taught it's the same thing, though. That's the same thing, bro. That's the same thing, sis. That's not two different things no more. You, you know what I'm saying? If we watch a Hollywood movie and you seem to see, like, um, we, we seem to see they always put, like, some type of homosexual couple in. I don't care if it's a sitcom. I don't care if it's a 10-minute short film or a long film. That person is in the film. But we already watched. They just putting the open manifestation in there now. But all those other films that we're watching when this guy is sleeping with this guy's wife and this woman is running with this dude uh, and he's married. It's the same. That was the family. They've been giving us the same thing all along. We just wasn't able to know the difference. And now we're living in a new day where we just got to know what the difference is because that difference is really the same. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. Thank you guys for listening, man. This is Real Black Content, this foreign podcast, man. Big VJ, I get it with you guys later. Peace.